0: Yes, listeners, we do read your feedback, and we do listen to your suggestions for podcasts. Um, And you can find us on Instagram at Tim and Julie Harris, and that's where we receive a lot of messages. And or you can text me directly at 512-758-0206. And one of the things that we, I think we received a request about scheduling and just people wanting to know how they can get more from their day. A lot Mm -hmm. of misconceptions about the word time management, just, you know, weird things like that. Mm -hmm. But what we're going to do today is we're going to share with you guys the schedule or scheduling Mm -hmm. ideas. But really, it, it is going to start out with a mindset about the reality of how you allocate your time. And uh, yeah, so this is mission critical daily success schedule and your uh, daily minimum standards.
1: Yes, so we know you got into real estate so nobody could tell you what to do, how to do it, or when to do it. We probably did too if we look back. I think we did. (laughs) I know. Um, So you wanted freedom, of course. This is why most agents resist any type of disciplined schedule, yet it is the very thing that will help you achieve financial freedom faster. So here's a fact, you must come to terms with this truth. In business and in life, you must actually do the things you don't want to do when you don't want to do them at the highest level, so that you can someday do the things that you do want to do when you want to do them at the highest level. And if you want that faster, it's time to embrace at least some level of scheduled discipline.
0: Well, it's the entrepreneurial myth, right? So the entrepreneurial myth is when you are when you get into uh, you know starting your own business and in are in obviously in all of your cases real estate. You're going to be able to have uh, no boss. Oh, finally, someone no one's going to tell me what to do. You're going to have no schedule. I can do what I want to do when I want to do it. Yep. And then the third myth is then miraculously, the money's just going to start falling from the money tree, right? That's where the problems start. <laughs> That's where the problems are. And there's in this hustle culture and all these other types of things that are in the zeitgeist. That is really where, oh, you have time freedom. You don't have to put up your boss anymore. And there's nobody that's restricting how much money you're going to make anymore. These are the types of beliefs that people have. But what if the exact opposite was true? Because in a lot of ways, it is. As soon as you get away from having a disciplined, minimum uh, standards-based workday, you're actually never going to create financial freedom. So I got good news for you. If you're listening, you've actually already accomplished two things. Number one, you don't have a boss except yourself number two you probably don't have a schedule okay so for your three check and check right Well, yeah. what you don't have is financial freedom and if you want financial freedom you're gonna to have to go back and revisit how important those first two things were to you
1: That's very well put so point number one your schedule is not a prison set up your day so that it's what you want set up your day so that it ends better than it began what would it look like for you to make that happen if you're not controlling your time someone or something always will so how do you get into control well write down what three things are mission critical for your day to be a success do that every day now if you're not sure always ask yourself if what you're doing leads directly to a transaction or not the things that make you money in real estate are, as our coaching clients have memorized, <laughs> proactive lead generation, furiously fast lead follow-up, assuming that you didn't answer the phone in the first place. Don't or, let things
0: sit in your voicemail. Well, frankly, furiously fast lead follow-up is necessary if, you know, pre-qualification, right? Right.
1: Yes, that's right. Pre-qualifying, presenting, that's listing presentation and now the ever important buyer presentation we've talked about. Negotiating and closing. These are the things that you need to lead with. These are mission critical dollar productive things. So I wrote down an example of that.
0: Well, read your example and then let's do kind of make this more practical. That's what
1: we're driving towards. Okay, so for example, three mission critical things for today might be finish negotiating the home inspection on your listing make at least five new contacts or one new appointment, whichever happens first, and have a buyer presentation with your most qualified buyer prospect your day would indeed end better than it started, wouldn't it?
0: So let's start out with understanding what Julie just said is, you know, it goes proactively generation, pre-qualifying, presenting, negotiating, closing. And then obviously if you did when you were pre-qualifying, if you didn't set the appointment, then you have to do lead follow-up. But here's the thing I want you guys to understand. A lot of the time you are feeling confused and this sort of, uh, you know, disease that follows you around all the time because you never feel like you got enough accomplished every day. Mm-hmm. So there's all kinds of mindset things, and you know, we talked about on this podcast. But really, I will give you a relief valve for all of that. There are three to five things, and Julie just rattled off the things from a real estate transaction that are really important. But if you want to really personalize this, there are three to five things that, if you do those three to five things at the highest level every single day, the accumulation, uh, the cumulative effect of having done those th- three to five things at a high level, they will pay off in more meaningful ways than you can possibly imagine. So, for example, you and the, again this is not all about making money but you know the our podcast is obviously about making money but when i'm you know giving you guys a more holistic approach to g- ha- having a sense of accomplishment every day it does usually come down to 3 to 5 things working out would be something if it's just a 15 minute walk at the end of the day, guys, if you have done something that uh, essentially exercise form where you were out there doing something, making your body healthy and the rest of it, at the end of the day, don't you feel proud of yourself for having done it, of course. Okay, so you're going to want to show overt gratitude towards the people in your life, your family. You're going to want to overtly every single day hold yourself accountable to say I love you every single day to your family. You, you've you got to do that because most times people never say that because they're just so busy doing, being busy, right? Uh, your, your spouse, your partner, your kids, everyone's off doing their own thing. You need to become the person that's always going to uh, be remembered for having shown overt appreciation because the long-term accumulative effect of having done that is you change the familial DNA, right? Everyone now in your family is remembering and knowing that they too have to act that way. And you do change the context of your relationship completely. A lot of times people ebb and flow with the relationships. It's because they move away from showing overt gratitude every single day. I will also suggest if this is, um, you know, you should pray. You should meditate. You should do something every single day at a scheduled amount of time to get all your thoughts together and sort of, you know, the benefits of, of having that interconnectedness. You definitely should be taking supplements every day. You guys don't have to do all these. But you should be choosing what is most important to you. You should be, you know, doing again taking care of your health. What? Obviously, I don't need to tell all of you guys. (laughs) But you could have the most money in the world, but if you're bedridden, then what? You know, what good does that do for you, right? So take care of your health. Take care of your relationships. Take care of your spirituality. And then what we spend 99% of our time in our coaching program focusing on, obviously, taking care of your finances. But Julie, are there any other things that maybe they should be doing outside of the normal, you know, regular real estate?
1: Well, we're going to talk about that on one of our upcoming points here. But as you were talking, I was thinking about it's not just doing those daily minimum standards, it's doing them daily and not just like if it's Tuesday, I'm going to meditate because that's like my meditation day. And on Wednesday, I sleep in. And on Thursday, if I have an appointment, then I won't work out, right? Right. So, I mean, I read an article once that said that all of those little minor um, decisions, you make like thousands of little micro decisions when you don't run a regular schedule, okay? And I've used that on coaching calls before because part of the stress, say for example, proactive lead generation. A lot of you guys have self-induced stress because you're giving yourself the option. Should I do it today or should I do it tomorrow? Should I do it this afternoon? What's the best hour of the day to do it? How about you just do it? It's easier.
0: That's where I'm going with this. If you guys really think about, like when you start making these endless lists of things to do and the rest of it, you're always going to have lists of things to do. You're always going to have a ton of crap that you should be doing delegating or ditching Course. forever and ever and ever. Life. Okay. But what you should always also be doing is making sure you're holding yourself accountable to the three to five things that over time, the accumulation effect of those things, it can completely change and rewire your life. And so now we're going to make this practical again. Uh, again, we've done tons of past podcasts on these types of topics, but you're going to want to uh, complete your real estate treasure map. Your real estate treasure map is your fill-in-the-blank business and life plan. When you complete the real estate treasure map, we'll tell you what the output is. What the goal is, is to know what your real estate magic number is. And that's the number of listings you need to meet or exceed your financial goals and obligations. And I want you to expand your thinking so that you guys are understanding the importance of having a schedule. Because if, you know, Julie and I are just like you, we didn't want to have a schedule. We still don't want to have a schedule. <laughs> True. But we've, we've not given in to our internal lazy person uh, and we've kept to having a schedule for so long that we are not just um, giving you the academic benefit of having to do having uh, done what we didn't want to do and we didn't want to do it at the highest level for a long period of time. We're actually living it. So where it's not just words, they're actually experiences, and we're trying to convey that to all of you. Right? So really the cumulative effect of uh, Being disciplined about doing these things and the, you know, the the hack basically is to schedule them at the same time every single day. And when you do that at the end of the day, if you're feeling all this sort of unbridled nervousness and you're just your mind is darting around everywhere and I that is a voluntary state that comes from not actually having accomplished at the end of the day, the three to five things. Now, the real estate treasure map is going to tell you exactly how many listings you need to meet or exceed your financial goals. So if you had five listings at all times, and your average sale price is a million dollars, and every time one of those listings sell, you make twenty-five dollars or $30,000. If you only had two of those listings sell per month, you're making $600,000 a year. That's how simple real estate actually should be. Now, your goal is to Actually then make the desired number of contacts that matches or is commensurate with the number of listings you need at all times to meet or exceed your financial goals. So one of the minimum standards you should have, which Julie just said, is if your real estate treasure map dictates, like when Julie and I sold real estate, we need like 30 listings at all times to meet or exceed our financial goals. We weren't blessed with an average sale price of a million dollars, right? So we actually had to have a lot more active listings. And when we were selling real estate, it was something to celebrate if your listing sold in six months. That's right. <laughs> I know. It's mind-boggling yeah. for some of you. Right. <laughs> so that's called a normal market or even a buyer's market. Mm-hmm. Now, what you're not you're not experiencing anything near that, but your magic number for most of you cuz your average sale price is $400,000 is probably 7, eight, trans, 8 listings at all times, maybe 3 or 4 listings at all times. Mm-hmm. Every single one of you can build that number of Im- that amount of inventory. You just have to have the skill set to go about it. But when you do, you need to incorporate into your daily minimum standards the number of proactive lead generation contacts that matches the real estate magic number. So if you have 10, that means you need to be making 10 contacts a day. If your magic number is five, you need to be making five contacts a day. Even after you have 10 active listings, or five active listings, you need to keep doing the work because they're going to sell. Because the cumulative effect of doing the work is going to make you rich. Lather, rinse, repeat, right? So that brings
1: us to point number two, again, of your mission critical success schedule. You just touched on this. Know what your ratio of responsibility versus reward is. So what does that mean? What are you going to do and what are you going to get? If you know that every time you speak to 10 expired sellers, you will set at least one new listing appointment. Well, that's a great reward for the work. That is a ratio of responsibility versus reward. If every time you have a great open house, you pick up at least two new clients, that's also a great ratio of responsibility versus reward. Spend more time doing the things that have the best payoff versus being speculative with your time and your money.
0: Okay, so I love that. So what that essentially is, is where you're deciding to put your effort should be what's going to result in you making uh, money the fastest. So for example, if you cannot do any marketing and branding exercise that you know for sure is going to put money in your pocket in the next 60 to 90 days, we we are advocates of marketing and branding and all of that but you've got to do it in the right order. Proactively generation, passively generation. Do the proactively generation and the passively generation supports the proactively generation. So get it right in your heads. So if you're having to decide if you need to make money now, which I'm guessing you do, (laughs) (laughs) um, and you're wanting to know how to generate the most amount of money in the next 60 to 90 days, how are you going to do it, dear listener? You're not probably going to spend a lot of time working on your brand or working on your TikTok. You're going to spend time actually putting yourself in front of people that ideally have to list their homes. Aren't you? You already know that's the activity. Now learn how to do it. And that is going to make it so that your life becomes much simpler. As you have fewer things to think about, you will naturally gravitate towards the things that are going to get you the most benefit the quickest.
1: Which brings us to point number three, which is kind of a mindset point playing right into that. What would happen if you didn't avoid the things that you should be doing for the next year, the next month, the next week? What about today? Who would you be? How would your business be different? Whatever you're resisting will persist if you don't conquer it. The things that agents avoid the most are always the same things that lead to business. So stop avoiding your own success.
0: So that is so, that point, again, I love your points today, Julie. It's so profound because if you were to write down and we've done this before. Mm-hmm. Um, if you were to ask yourself right now, listener, what are the things that you want to do the least that, no matter um, how effective Julie and I are at being your coach, that you'll just never do? You might act like you're going to do it, <laughs> but you're actually never going to do it. right? You're never actually going to do it. What are those things? I know what you're writing down or what you're thinking. Now, I want you to realize that all the things that you're thinking and writing down are what's, what's interesting about them. Those are the things that are going to uh, have a uh, you're going to be helping the most people and making the most amount of money in the shortest mm-hmm. period of time. Or being more concise, the things that you're avoiding doing are the same things that are going to uh, financially reward you the fastest. And yet, those are the things you choose not to do. Why? Because they require something that you have uh, built up in your head called rejection. Because your rejection from You know, essentially someone's saying no to you and all the rest of it. Now, here's the interesting mindset point that I I will say, it sounds convoluted, but I think personally when I originally learned this, I thought it was very elegant, okay? Mm -hmm. So whatever you resist persists, right? You said that. Yep. So if you are fearful of being rejected, what happens as a result of you being rejected? Your feelings are hurt, you make no money, you help nobody, Right. So if you're fearful of rejection because you're afraid of those three outputs, then what you're gonna do is obviously you're not gonna wanna experience any of those bad things, so you're not going to put yourself in a position where you could be rejected. Sound familiar to your listener, but what do you actually manifest as a result of uh, not moving past your fear of rejection? The same result. So if you don't actually put yourself in a position to help people and make money uh, because you've never learned what to say or how to say it, you actually haven't learned how to be the best version of you as a real estate practitioner, then what happens? You fail. In essence, the market rejects you. So what you're trying to avoid is what you actually create. So whatever you're trying to avoid in your life is actually what you create. It's unbelievable when you realize how that's true, not just with making money and helping people in real estate, that in all aspects of your life. It is liberating when you realize that the amount of work that you actually have to put into life is less than w- when you do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do at the highest level than if you avoid doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do at the highest level. Why? Because you don't carry around the burden of of the what ifs. What if I'd made the call? What if I'd stopped the first sale by owner? What if I'd asked the extra question? What if, what if, what if? When you actually are being the best version of yourself as a real estate practitioner, it's liberating. It's less work because here's the, the miracle of miracles. You're going to have the same conversations over and over again. And after you have the conversations enough times, you're going to realize that people always say the same thing basically at the same time, you know? And sometimes you're going to get yeses. And you're going to get yeses. And then what happens is you push yourself through the fear. Now, I hopefully I've explained that succinctly enough that you can understand that whatever you're trying to resist is what you're going to continue to uh, manifest in your life. It will always be there. And it is more work, it is more of a burden, allowing those things to continue to be part of who you are than just releasing them and finally doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level.
1: Exactly. Very well put. Number four if we haven't convinced you yet to have some discipline of your schedule, it's not healthy to not have a routine. Don't mess with your circadian routine. Studies have shown that having a schedule actually stabilizes your nervous system quite literally. Think about how puppies and kids are when they have a schedule versus when they don't. Have daily minimum standards that you follow the same way every workday. And if you want more proof of the whole circadian rhythm thing, all you have to do is travel to a different time zone, see how you feel. You're messing with your routine, right? So daily standards of routine. Start and have have your start and wake times the same every day. You talked about showing gratitude to your loved ones before you start your business day. 100% 100% lead follow-up complete every day, no matter what type of lead it is or how they appeared in your life. Don't have different rules for different leads. Minimum number of contacts daily that are at least equal to the number of listings you need at all times as determined by your real estate treasure map. And of course, we talked about regular exercise, ideally around other people that where you can talk about real estate with them. And so those are some basic daily things. And you said at the top of um, of our podcast it's three to five minimum standards right it's not like a hundred you don't have to do a gajillion things you don't have to be scheduled from at 9 a.m. until 9 10 a.m. I'm going to do this and then at 911 I'll do that
0: I you know as you go through these points I I think uh, the reality of it is is the doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level you and I thought that up through a, a long a billions and billions of coaching calls mm-hmm. Because we are all, our brains are always trying to get down to the essence, like sort of first principles if we are scientists trying to understand things. But that is the essence of what it takes to be successful long-term in love and life and spirituality and physicality and financial aspects. But the hard part is it's doing what you don't want to. If you want ever-increasing levels of success in your business and personal life, do what you don't want to do. Now, start there. What are the things you don't want to do in real estate? Talk to people. Yeah, talk to people. Uh, you know, put myself in a position. Uh, use where I can, scripts. That's going to take most of you out, right? Okay, so let's say you move past that, and now you're doing it when you don't want to do it, which
1: is all the time. Okay, you
0: see how this is this is the reality of life to be successful. Yeah. It does take work, and then in the last part is at the highest level. So what some of coaching clients what they'll do? God bless them because the least they're doing the first two. Is they're doing what they don't want to do. And let's say, for example, it's maybe calling their centers of influence and sure. past clients or whatever it is. And they're doing it when they don't want to do it, which is anytime. anytime. Right? <laughs> and then the last part is at the highest level. The at the highest level is where the magic is. It's where the money is, too. It's truly where the magic Because that's when you're going to have to have a professional approach where you're going to have to follow <gasps> scripts.
1: Yes. And you do have to think it through. So I'll give you an example of that from coaching, Right. So an agent that does what they don't want to do when they don't want to do it is somebody who says, you know what, I know i got to make a lot of contacts so I'm going to do circle prospecting. And I'll do what I don't want to do when I don't want to do it. But they won't get very great results because they're not doing the contact part at the highest level. They're not really talking to people who have the most likelihood of actually transacting and putting themselves in the uh, you know opportunity zone of being able to actually take a listing because they're being too random about it. It's the at the highest level, which is where all of the money is. That's where all of the skill is. That's where the coaching comes in. It's the at the highest level part, right? It's like the people that show up to the gym, but they just walk on the treadmill, right? I mean, they're doing what they don't want to do. They showed up to the gym when they don't want to do it. I guarantee you they don't want to be there but are they actually doing something that's going to be effective? Well, maybe if you do it for a couple of hours a day, every single day, maybe, but could they be doing it at a higher level? You see the difference? Uh, I know you do.
0: I do, but you know, it's fascinating if you think, Julie, and I was just thinking as you were describing very well, you know, concisely, I was just thinking there's not a single thing in my personal life that has happened that, you know, the most significant things have taken decades to have happen. Sure. I mean, absolutely. honestly, decades. Yeah. You and I have been married 32 years, mm-hmm. right? And it's not always been, you know, easy sailing. I mean, nope. honestly, 32 years. And we've years, worked at it. We have. Yeah. And it's, you know, but if you think about, like, all aspects of uh, most people want to go from comfortable to comfortable to comfortable. Mm-hmm. They want to go to their soft, warm, fuzzy bed, to their soft, warm, fuzzy life. For sure. And they come back. And they, they are constantly avoiding doing what they don't want to do. Mm-hmm. Certainly not, you know. And it's the rest their number of, one thought. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. And then they wonder, why. what happened to my days, weeks, life? You know, Sure. Where's it all gone? Mm-hmm. Well, maybe you've never been exposed to this type of thinking before, but you are now. No and, excuses. Right. And it doesn't matter how old you are, how young you are, how smart you think you are, or how smart you think you aren't, what your education level is, what your race is, what your religion is. It doesn't matter. These are universal truths. And if you actually take the time, and hopefully you guys are counting your blessings, Right. You know, showing gratitude was one of our you know suggested daily uh, things that you do so if you're actually taking the time right now to show gratitude towards the things that are the most meaningful in your life they took a long damn period of time and sure. probably had a lot of associated pain well guess what you already know what we're saying is intuitively true it's part of your DNA it's doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level and for a lot of you it's having a schedule for a lot of you basically it's realizing the schedule is the blessing it's the gift that keeps giving because it's an accumulative effect. If you're finding yourself in a situation where you don't like your finances, there's no short, easy fixes, just like there isn't for anything in life. Um, but you can get to where you want to be if you start doing what you don't want to do and you don't want to do it at the highest level and scheduling those things every single day. And then the accumulation effect of just happens after weeks, if not months, if after years, after decades, the cumulative effect of those things is ridiculous. It, it, look, it could just be about anything. And you guys know what I'm saying is intuitively true. So look, for those of you who are easy, you know, looking for the easy button and looking for the shiny objects, you still know what I'm saying is true. Stop struggling. You only, look guys, we only get a go around on this, you know, <laughs> this planet, you know, so many times. And at, at some point, you're going to, you know, fly off the portal coil and you're going to go on to whatever's next. In the time that you're here, Make the most of your life, and by realizing that you are ultimately responsible for what your experience is, nobody else is determining what your uh, what you are or aren't going to experience outside of you know your immediate environment. You can control virtually everything with the thoughts you have, but most importantly, the actions you take.
1: If it's meant to be, it's up to me, it should be your self mantra. So one last point point, then we'll wrap it up today. Number five, your confidence comes from doing what you say you're going to do and doing it repetitively. So lead by example for your prospects, your clients and your family, because the accumulation effect can work for you or it can work against you, right? So you have a choice to make, but I like if it's meant to be, it's
0: up to me. Well, let's give let's make that really practical, right? Sure. So the accumulation effect. I'll just make it super simple: of working out every single day, or I'll even make it easier: of saving ten percent of every dime you make over time. We we knew somebody, well, Jim Duval. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Jim Duval was one of the first billionaires that Julie and I got to know, and this mm-hmm. was a long time ago mm-hmm. through Howard Britton. Yep. And um, Jim Duval, I remember having a call with Jim, and I was asking him. Um, like, so, because <laughs> you guys like stories. So Jim Duvall had his, he got his start originally by buying and selling farmland. I forget what state, Missouri,
1: maybe? Somewhere in the Midwest, yeah. Yeah,
0: and, and so him and his wife would buy and sell, real, uh, you know, farmland primarily. And then they made so much money that they always they always lived very, you know, very humble lives, but they would reinvest the money that they would make. And by the time I got to know him, he was, I think, in his 60s or 70s. And he had accumulated so many strange and wonderful things. He owned like part of the Florida Marlins baseball team. He he was telling me about this massive like forest of walnut trees up in Canada. Mm-hmm. He owned. He owned a gas line that was coming out of Canada. Very these diverse. Are, all these crazy mm-hmm. things, you know. Um, super nice guy, sweetheart. Um, so yeah, I was asking, him, well, how'd you get your start? Like, right? I'm in my twenties. I'm asking this billionaire. Like, I'm thinking, well, he must have had a really good investment. Maybe he invested in. Crypto or something like that. <laughs> and he said exactly what I had already said, sh- you know, told you guys. He and uh, Marianne mm-hmm. invested 10% of every dime that they earned and they just reinvested it and they always made sure they were living way below their means and constantly in reinvesting. And then when those assets that they bought, maybe they were multifamilies, when those were producing profit, they didn't spend or live off that profit that they then used that money to reinvest and they but, kept on doing it over and over time.
1: Consistently, I right? think, is your point in t- telling the story. It It wasn't like one big event happened and then all of
0: a sudden they were wealthy, right? Right. But that's the accumulation effect in a positive way. Now, he did what he didn't want to do and he didn't want to do at the highest level over a long period of time. Now, let's say, let's look at the other way. What if you eat a dozen donuts a day, right? What's a cumulative, that's a negative accumulation effect, right? It's going to destroy your health. It's going to destroy all aspects of your life. So you can actually have positive momentum and the accumulation effect will work to benefit you, or negative momentum, and the accumulation effect will work against you. And a lot of you have both going on. So you're gonna to have to make a decision what it is that's working for you, that's helping you move towards the person you actually ultimately were designed to be, or the things that you're doing that are actually tearing that potential away out of your grasp along with, you know, all the benefit you could be making to your, your friends, your family members, your community.
1: Well, you want to be able to say thank you, Past Tim, for having your act together 30, 60, 90 days ago, a year ago, five years ago, 10 years ago. 30
0: years ago. 30
1: years ago. ago. Some of you guys don't have a closing today because you can look back in time and see if you look at your calendar, if I look at your planner, if you're using one, because remember, we're talking about a schedule today. If we look back, maybe it's because you weren't being proactive 30 days ago, 45 days ago. Maybe it's because you haven't had a single call to a past client in your database this entire year. So instead you can turn that negative accumulation effect around so that in the future, even next month, you can look back at this month and say, thank you past fill in your name in the blank for having your act together this month so that you can have closings next month. It does work that way.
0: Well, I, that's, I love what you said. And it's a great way to wrap. If, if you don't like the, the man or woman in the mirror, you can change it, but understand The existence that you have today, the clothes you're wearing, what you're, you know, every aspect of your life, is a direct reflection of decisions that the past version of you made, and you know, could be weeks, could be months, could be years ago. Your current reality is the output of all your past decisions that you've made. So if you don't like the path that you're on based on your present reality, then stop it. Okay, That, that way in the future when you're looking back. You can say, thank you, past Bob. I really appreciate a year from now you actually got your you know, physical – you know, you started going to Orange Theory and you lost weight. Look at you now, right? You want to be able to look back and feel massive levels of gratitude towards the present version of you because the present version of you finally did what they didn't want to do when they didn't want to do it at the highest level. You guys get it?
1: Well, and I have to, I have to acknowledge some of our listeners – are in really great momentum right now oh, for sure. i mean i have you and i both have and the coaches have lots of great coaching clients that are just like beside themselves with their momentum right now so for those of you who are there make sure that you are reflective and remind yourself this is part of what the great coach's job is how is it that you got into this momentum and don't mess that up <laughs> keep on doing it keep yourself there because that is the quintessential top producer challenge is when you're flying high, when you're having all those closings and the momentum and you're doing it, don't get distracted by the doing of it and stop creating what you did to get there. You've got to keep on lather, rinse, repeat. That, again, comes back to our topic today, which is the discipline of the schedule.
0: So scroll down. Our notes from today's show are there along with links where you guys can... Uh, joining us uh, in Premier Coaching. You can join now for free, and that does include a daily semi-private coaching call. So scroll down and click the link to join Premier Coaching. Um, And also, you can learn more about why Julie and I are proudly associated with eXp Realty, one of the, I mean, definitely one of the top three business decisions we ever made in our last 30 years of working together. So yes, if you're ready to the next natural step, the the progression of your real estate career. Let's have a conversation about EXP Realty. You can text me directly if you're ready to talk about EXP Realty at 512-758-0206. So we're going to end the show now because Julie's about to have a sneezing (laughs) fit. Sorry. (laughs) You guys have a fantastic day. We'll talk to you on the show tomorrow. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit (laughs) c-suiteradio.com.